We have four more weeks left in 2020. Let that sink in. Four more weeks. So much has changed in the last year and since we started this podcast. And we thought, why not do a check-in with each other? Join us as we discuss the past year, our present circumstances, and our outlook on the year ahead. Hey friends, welcome to the Relationship Paso Paso podcast, a bi-weekly podcast hosted by four smart and sassy Jamaican ladies currently living in the U.S. with almost two decades of friendship. Our aim is for you to see a piece of yourself in us and maybe learn a thing or two as we discuss our everyday lives. Thanks for spending time with us. Now let's jump into our dose of Pasa Pasa. What time is it? Pasa Pasa. Time. Pasa, pasa. time. Every girl, every girl, every girl, every girl. I go me a Pasa Pasa. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, we have been doing this for almost a year. We our first episode dropped in January, and it is now December. December. Um, so first, we want to thank what? you. For- no, it was December last year. No, our first episode dropped in, wasn't it January? I feel like um, it was December. I don't know well, why. Well, it has been a whole <laughs> year, okay? Yeah, oh, I think you're Oh, right. yeah, it was December. You're right, because we were looking forward you're to right. things in 2020. So it yeah. was December. So it has been a year. It's been a full year since we started this podcast. And we Crazy. are very, very grateful for you guys, to you guys for uh, taking this journey with us for coming along on this ride. We, there are podcasts that don't even last three episodes. So <laughs> we are deep in and we are still going and we are grateful for you. Um, we wanted to take this time just, well, let's backtrack. We started this podcast because we wanted to, and we've said this numerous times, wanted to, um, connect with each other and also because of the topics that we we keep talking about we thought that we wanted to engage out everybody else in the conversations Mm -hmm. and thought this was a good platform to do so um and as we are closing out the year um as the year has changed and our outlook on everything has changed and as things and just everything has changed we thought that it would be a good um segue into the new year for us to kind of look back and kind of just do a check-in with each other on how things are going, um, what we're looking forward to, etc. So I think I want to start with, okay, before we all start with that, let us do what we always do and do our quick roll call for our listening audience. I'm Misha, as you must know by now. If this is your first time, then welcome. This is me. Um, So... (laughs) Hi everyone. It's Char. I'm here. Hi everyone. Carrie. Hey, hey. Okay, great. So now that that's out of the way, um, let's start real quick with how are you guys doing? And not like I'm great. Life is great. How how are you guys doing? Um, since I don't even know where to start. Let's start with Char. Char, how are you? You know, as a statistician, <laughs> I wonder what the variables are that you know, would go into you deciding oh, who to Jesus. go for. I know, we always and do that. I'm just like, eeny, meeny, miny, Of all the people. Listen, <laughs> if it was a lot of you would be glad that I called you first. I stopped <laughs> going, so. Never money. It's always things like this. Yeah. <laughs> never well, money. Let's stop. Let's, we're not going to pick anybody else. Go ahead and tell us how you are. That said, it's lovely to see your wonderful faces together. Yes. Um, I might see them separately, but it's nice to see you all. Um, how am I? I am alive and healthy and well. Matter of fact, you know, I think I'm going back into my hypochondria because I had eased up off of it when COVID was my, you know, my panic goes with the the graph. So if you look at the New York or New Jersey graph, it had a dip in the summer. I was living comfortable. Now I'm back into... (laughs) 
everybody stay six foot from me, please. Um, so I am back into that mode where I'm kind of um, planning my hibernation for the winter and trying to find a, um, a plan for the winter. Looking forward to the holidays, I must say, because the holidays come with my birthday. So I do look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> There's three of us who this is our season. Yeah. Um, two Saggies, mm. a and a Capricorn. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the birthday. I'm hoping to get some days off, even if it's a staycation to like mm. do hikes or just, you know, relax in the area. I'm looking forward to taking some days off. I had a wonderful summer. Um, I would say nothing that happened in 2020 I could have predicted. And so um, um, I'm just about not planning anything else for the rest of the year. I'm just going to let life happen. Um, I have lots of books to read, lots of stuff to watch. Looking forward to having family. So, you know, my siblings live with me, but I also will have my mama. So that's good. Um, and hoping that 2021, you know, I'm grateful for life. So hoping I make it through 2021 healthy, just like now. And hoping it's different though. <laughs> different yeah. in a good way. <laughs> I hear that. And looking forward to it being different and um, whatever that is. I'm still yeah. looking forward to that. That's cool. So... Um, Listen, I'm be honest. I am overworked and underpaid. <laughs> that's, the, that's the truth. Right? Uh, listen, you know what I just found out yesterday, and 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 podcast world, forgive me if I sound slow right now, but um, I just realized that this was a leap year, and I'm like, oh, this makes so much more sense. Why 2020 behaved like that? Yeah, Does it? Know, I don't know about you. But leap year has always been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm dropping that because we have a couple of My goodness, this thing listen, leap year has always been crazy. Okay, and I was like, oh, okay, all right, crazy leap year, yeah, one of those. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, know. This is not like, a leap year. This is like a big jump or something. I don't know. <laughs> It's completely no, different. No, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, you know, first I just wanna, I hope and pray that I'm, I make it into 2021. But I have to admit that I'm, I'm very happy to see 2020 go because 2020 was rough. It's, it was just rough. Um, so mentally, I'm in a, a good space. I think now, because <laughs> we're, you know, we're in December. You know, and December is a very um, good month for me um, with all the festivities that comes with December. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but I honestly will say I'm tired. I'm being legit. I'm tired. I'm very tired and I'm very happy to see. Um, hopefully, I'm, again, I make it to 2021, but I'm happy to see 2020 go. It was a rough year. I lost a lot of people that I know. Um, it was just a rough year. So, yeah. I feel that in my spirit. So what you know. <laughs> Hi, Ad. Anyway, Kara, what are you, what, how are you, what's going on? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just here. I just um, celebrated my 36th birthday a couple days ago. Yeah, I think this is Carrie Matt, 18. What's up? How did you get to 36 and I'm still at 18? I'm certainly not 18, but. I hold that up. Okay. Fix this happening out here. 18 with a whole almost three-year-old, okay? Listen, whatever age you want. When I tell my kids that, they're like, Miss Hill, you ain't married with the kids? Are oh, you busy? I'm like, yeah. Yep. Busy. If people can be any gender they want, go ahead and be any age you want, girl. Go Listen, ahead. Very true. Very true. <laughs> possible. It's 2020 right now. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, been a, um, I don't know what the right word is, honestly. It's been okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm a very reflective person in general. Birthdays are always a time for a lot of reflection for me. And then there's a whole pandemic going on. So there's already a lot of reflecting going on. So yeah, I've been 
in a in a space of you know when you're like um you're shifting from what you usually do to where you're newly gonna do and that space in the middle is like yep it feels uncomfortable it feels great it feels sad the loss of whatever it is you used to do like it's a it's that space that i feel like i'm in right now so i feel that also um in the spirit in my spirit. Um, no, serious. I'm a planner and I have nothing to plan. I just gave up. I'm just letting it yeah. happen. Yeah. And that can be a good thing because, you know, it stretches mm-hmm. you, but yeah. it also can feel uncomfortable because. I don't need to be not you. Yeah, all the time. You don't need to be stretched all the time for real. Sometimes you're like, it's just easy. Just easy. Yeah. Just easy, right? Yeah. I can't, all the time I can't deal with that. And depending on what day it is also will determine my response to this question. Because some days (laughs) I have great days and other days I'm calling my parents bawling saying, is it the end of the world yet? Because it feels like the end of the world. So, I mean, it literally just depends on what's going on. Um, But it's good to hear that you guys are still optimistic about the new year. Some people just give up on 2021 at this point. Like, <laughs> listen, what are we doing in 2022? Because if this is how 2021 is ending, I don't even, I don't even know what's happening. Um, I actually listened to our first episode. Well, more like, well, the teaser and the first episode. And in the teaser, we did a, we talked about our goals for this year. Um, <laughs> um, I kind of just wanted to revisit that with you guys to see how you felt about everything. Just, I mean, obviously no one's expecting that you're like, I didn't accomplish what I set out to do, but also wanted to see if you actually did, because you probably didn't even realize that you hit your goals. Um, just because you're just like, whatever at this point. Um, let's see. For Soph, I wrote this down. Yeah, Soph, I'm like, what was my goal? I don't remember your what your goal <laughs> was. Your goal was starting the process of getting out of the classroom. That was your goal for 2020. Oh, you know, I oh, I did hit my thing, man. Yeah, man, I'm doing, I'm doing good with that. Praise the Lord. Thank <laughs> you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I actually reached out to somebody yesterday. Um that I know is in a position that can help me with that. And I, I was talking to her and seeking guidance. That's so funny. That was my goal yesterday. I, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So I'm two classes away from my degree that I'm doing. And I was sharing that with mm-hmm. her and she was telling me what to do when I'm done. So yeah, man, I want to go with a goal. Yeah. That's great. You so would never know. end is in sight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <End down. laughs> I'm pretty sure your boss is completely okay. (laughs) Um, Carrie, yours was to be more consistent. How do you feel about that? Um, be more consistent. I feel like this year I, um, yeah, that was a test in consistency. Um, I think I had no choice but to be more intentional about things, especially about my mental health and my work. And I don't know. I don't know if it's the universe, right, giving you what you asked for, but I had no choice. Like, I I literally had no choice. I I was going to go crazy if I didn't become intentional about my mental health and really making a plan to connect with people who would make sure I was taking care of myself and vice versa. Um, And at work, I I can't even describe the amount of consistency that I needed to apply myself to Mm. this year. Like I just, it's a new level of work for me. Um, I do think it's again, that uncomfortable space where you're on the brink of something new, but you're still doing the old thing and it's, it feels like you're doing more than you ought to be doing, but you need to be doing more than you ought to be, right? Like, it's like that weird space. Um, yeah, 
I feel like I wanted to be consistent and I thought I was going to have like a neat little planner that said, this is the day I'm doing this, this, and this. Tony <laughs> yep. was like, oh, oh no, boo. Yeah. To the fire. You would go need to be consistent. So, yeah. So that means. What that- I think is also funny, I was um, thinking about this the other day. I was like, last year, I was like, oh, I'm not traveling next year. I'm not doing any traveling. I'm not planning to travel. Um, cause I need to work on some things, um, without traveling. So I thought it was just hilarious that it's like, oh, well now, ma'am, you got grounded. Yep. The you Lord said, ask and you shall receive. The Lord agreed with you. That is correct. He <laughs> did. Gave me exactly I the opposite I plan. Listen. Oh, Star, did you? I had to cancel like four trips. That is very no, true. Sure, I was doing a lot of trip, a lot of traveling in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I had three trips that that were canceled too. Mm. Child, yeah. Ain't no canceling over here. <laughs> <laughs> Misha, what were your goals? You didn't have money. Like you weren't. You're not necessarily a planner. So what were you? I like? am not. And I said that in the first episode that I am not a planner, but wanted to be more of a planner in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I did a lot better. My goals were to be more organized. Mm. Um, I think I did uh, a lot better at doing that, though I am still. We started off with a calendar Mm. at the beginning of the year for the kids, and then it, excuse my friends, it all went to shit. Um, (laughs) Every day is just a new day with new things that's happening, and I, I... I just gave up on doing it that way because things change so frequently. Um, I try my best to stick to what I'm sticking to. Um, We do this podcast that is a schedule and trying to keep up with social media and all that stuff. Um, We try to stick to that schedule. So scheduling on that end is great or I'm doing better with that. Scheduling with the kids, with my friends, not as much. I was doing a lot better at the end, even at the beginning of end of last year, beginning of this year, I was doing a lot better with that. But then things just change so rapidly. It's just one minute, it's one thing, and next minute, it's the next thing. So yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I every day is an aim to be more organized, to say, to stick to what I say I'm going to do, because I'm very bad at doing that. I'm just like, mm, it's what it is and move on. But I'm I think I'm doing a lot better with that. Um, Char, you said you were going to do better with nutrition and exercise. How is that going? That is my goal every year of my life. Um, (laughs) I was wondering if I had any, you know, because I don't make resolutions. Never do. Never have. Um, Actually, I am doing well with that. There you go. Um, um, but I'm not really doing any different from, listen, I ebb and flow. I've mm-hmm. had really good, yeah, I've had times when I'm really, really on point with my, um, exercise, but particularly I'm a little bit better with exercise. Like I'm a little bit more fit than, you know, but my eating habits, <laughs> they kind of, um, I think when I feel balanced, then everything is balanced. Right. See, right. when I'm off balance, everything's off balance. Right. And that doesn't even mean eat nothing. No, that could mean forget for eat. Like, I just, when I'm off balance, I'm just off balance. And right. so in 2020, um, I think I've been balanced more often than not because it was very intentional, like Carrie-Anne was saying, because I feel like if I was going to be locked up in my house for eight months, I right. needed to have a schedule and I needed to like break the time up in the house so that, you know, I wouldn't drive myself crazy. Right. And so I was a little bit more um, um, attentive to my nutrition. I did a better job. Right yeah. now I'm not. Um, but that's not because it's so funny. It's not because I have nothing to do when I had nothing to do and I was just here and just literally work mm. and I had to schedule my time. But the past like two or three months, I've been super, super overwhelmed by like house, 
um, stuff and doing all that drove me crazy. And so that completely threw me off balance. So no, I haven't. So now I need to go find back my balance. Yeah. <laughs> and um, get back into that place. But no, mm-hmm. that was all. That's been okay. That was my cup out answer for everything. Uh, no, because I agree also. No, I agree. I think that's I think that's a normal. I mean, as you say, and I, I think Carrie uses that phrase all the time about ebb and flowing. But um, I feel that. I mean, sometimes I am great, and other times, usually once a month, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like. I'm telling you, the world is ending and everything is just, everything that I plan is just not what it's supposed to be, not what it is, not what it should be. Um, I want to talk about once a month, my girl. Just for for five minutes. We can talk talk about about once a month. month (laughs) Okay. We just talk about once a month. We we can talk about once a month. (laughs) That my body is like clockwork. And just like how it worked like clockwork, I seem some mood them will go like clockwork. Like I need hormone replacement therapy. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> no, I seriously. Agree, Char. My mood swings are becoming very definite. I as soon as I feel them, I look <laughs> on my calendar and I'm like, yep, there go. Yep. <laughs> it's it. I was just sharing with somebody yesterday about that same thing. I said, I feel so sorry for the person I live with once a month. Because for me, I'm just like flipping for no, I'm just like crying, like you're looking at me funny. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? Can't look at you and it wasn't like that before, before, right? No, when I get old, when I get old, no, not me. It happened the last couple of years, I would say. Not me. Legit. Uno. Uno, I, I mean, old. I'm, I'm, I, I even call my sister and flip, and this has never happened. My poor sister was like, okay, you're losing it. And all I did, I sent her a text to look at the text, and five minutes passed before she responded. And I call her crying, like, why didn't you respond to my text? You don't like it. I put so much work in it. And she said, I'm at work. <laughs> well, try doing that while you're dating or trying to oh, date. Jesus. <laughs> right? And then people don't know you see you in the. So they don't know you from anywhere. They don't know you see your brother's self yet. <laughs> She was like, yo, I'm at work. I can't look at your phone. You're texting me. I'm like, it's been five. Yeah. She was like, exactly, five minutes. Yeah. Mind you, I'm bawling. I'm, I got on the phone like, Tokyo, what is wrong with you? Full on tears, girl. I'm glad you're bawling. I kind of go the opposite direction. Anger. What? <laughs> I guess I'm no, it's, it, it, this one's getting out of control, though. It's getting out of control. This was not me. I don't know Same. who this person is. Same. It got Old worse age. and worse. worse. I, I don't. It definitely got worse over the last couple yeah. of years. I was actually talking to Char about this a week or two ago. Um, just as we're getting older, like th- this once a month uh, hormone situation is, it's rough. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's it's different when you're like everything. Your life is different when you're a single person and you don't have kids. It's less to contend with, so you can weather that process a little differently because you don't have to like be present for another human being fully and solely. But I feel like trying to date that whole uh, thing with soul. You text someone and you're like, I, I text you on the you ain't back. You don't like me no more. Whole thing. Relationship done ended in your head. You done deleted the number. It's over. It's true. It's true, Carrie. Legit. Legit. That is true. Oh my god. You don't like me Listen. no more. Oh my gosh. I almost wish I had something to distract me though, Carrie. So where you sitting in your phone, I wish I had something to distract me. Like when you have guests right. or when you have like, I've had like a whole bunch of stuff going on recently. Yeah. So I haven't been able to pay attention to myself. Yeah. Because sitting in the silence with that. <clears throat> no, ma'am. Yeah. No, sir. No, ma'am. Okay. I need to save my tears though, because I'm wasting a lot of tears. Boy, I tell you. Child, if you I'm could, gonna... if you could, um, 
<laughs> them those stopping us so that your body regenerates. So just use them. Oh, no, fine, girl. It's cleansing. Exactly. And, and if you could help. On top of this, you just like, wait. Am I spazzing because my hormones are crazy or am I spazzing because I just don't know what the uncertainty of the world is? Oh my God. Listen, yeah. It's true. True, yeah. true, true. That's true. true. We also have legit reasons to be spazzing. Legit right. reasons. I definitely true, think true. all of this uncertainty has heightened all of that. Trust me, because I don't think I noticed this before now. And I mean, I, I have all of it. I have the migraines and like, the mood swings. I may not have mood swings where I, I don't know, but I'm just like laid up in the bed. I don't want nobody to talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Please don't engage in anything. Then if everybody leave me alone, I'm like, nobody loves me. Nobody don't nobody bring me loves- nothing. Like what is happening? Nobody not checking in. Oh, oh, right. All <laughs> over the place. Like a hot mess. But I mean, I never noticed that before now. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that it has a lot to do with the changing of how things are, but I mean, that's who am I to say? Point. I have no idea. No clue. That's whatsoever. a good point. Maybe that's why everything we is so magnified now. We blame it on 2020. Now. Listen, everything, everything. <laughs> we blame it on 2020. <laughs> no, but honestly, when I got on the phone with my sister, I had to seriously stop and like wipe my, uh, my tears and say, what is wrong with you? You just like flipped out on your sister because she didn't respond to you in five minutes. That is not normal, Sophia. Get your life together. Next and then I had to call her back and apologize and say to her, something is wrong with me. I don't know what it is. She's like, yo, I'm at work. Yo. I can't do this with you right now. I'm like, oh, maybe you don't want to talk to me. You're not you're mad with me. And there's a whole other thing I'm, I'm crying about. She's like, Sophia, stop. Like, for real, stop it. Go drink some water or something. I don't know. Oh, Go drink some water. That is too funny. Okay. No, unless you're going through that with someone you know and love and they know and love you. Right. Try I cannot imagine. Who doesn't know? No, yeah, Carrie, yeah. I, yeah. I literally yeah. cannot imagine. Trust me. I, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't give up a long time. Long time. Legit. I wouldn't give up a long time. I'd be, like, be like, boo, you crazy. You have <laughs> to go work that out. Okay? And you call me back. <laughs> call, call me back. Call me back. <laughs> as we're talking about 2020 how you guys feel about the vaccine (laughs) (laughs) i wish everybody could see the face i'm cutting my face out of this one (laughs) (laughs) her looks frozen Um, it's up. I'm going to take um, that out. Everyone, the street is we're not getting it anyway. None of us staying at home are on the top of the list. However, I'm a one side eye to health professionals and everyone who works in essential services. Them first. I'm looking at Sophie because they're dead in for teachers to go back in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But so what if they make you do it? What if they say you cannot be a teacher or you cannot be a nurse or you cannot be a police officer unless you take the vaccine? How do you guys think they, about they that? They might. They, they might. They do that they with might the flu and vaccine they will. right now. Right. They do that with the flu right. vaccine. So if what you are your thoughts on that? What if, professional? Right. what if they tell you so, you can't come back into the office? The office <clears> is opening back now that there's a vaccine and you cannot come back in unless you get it. What are your thoughts on that? I'm genuinely curious because uh, I don't really know. If it that. works, I'll take it. Listen, I don't know if it works. I don't know it works until you take it. <laughs> right. No, they're doing testing right now. Char, please. <laughs> they are. <laughs> Char? The flu vaccine has been around for almost a decade right, right. now. Right. There's some of us who still don't take it. I don't take it. Why don't I take it? Because I don't feel like I'm at that higher risk. I don't interact with that many people. If I was a nurse or if I had elderly parents, I right. might be persuaded to take it. Not because it guarantees the flu, but just because the risk versus the reward. Fine. You know? Okay. Fine. My um, I don't work, but I don't work. If I need to, (laughs) like, I don't know. I don't work anywhere where nobody care about me having COVID vaccine. Mm -hmm. But if I want to start traveling and I have to balance risk and reward, I don't want to get COVID. Just come Wonga Beach. 
Right. I might take it. Listen, I was talking to somebody yesterday and um, they work in they work in the hospital and um, so you know like the hospital where my parents my mom worked the they've always made it mandatory for them to take the flu vaccine if they didn't take it they hold back their rates of pay and their bonuses and everything they wouldn't give it to them wow oh my friend what happened yeah so you had to take it or no raise that my cousin he refused to take it he has not gotten a raise in three years no bonus nothing in three years mercy yeah my other friend worked at another hospital and i'm gonna leave these hospital names out but now it's mandatory to take the flu vaccine at the hospital you don't take it you don't have a job that simple Mm -hmm. you don't take it you cannot come to work mandatory and she said this is the first year it's been mandatory before they've been they've said to you you should do it um but this year they've made it mandatory um someone Mm -hmm. shared a video with me of a, a guy who um he was talking about the COVID vaccine and all of the stipulations that, you know, it's coming along with it. And one of the things that he said to me, he said in the video that, that really caught me, caught my attention was mandatory for essential workers, you know, teachers, nurses, and all that stuff. Like they're going to make it mandatory for you. But unlike the flu vaccine where um, you have the option of, denying it based on your religious beliefs so that you know there's some little fine prints and a lot of people don't know but you could have said religious release i don't want to take the flu vaccine they've already input that in the write-up for the covid vaccine so you that you cannot even use that as a way to say i don't want to take it there's literally no out there's no out for you to say i don't want to take it so what he was saying is if you deny taking the flu vaccine your livelihood, as you know, it will be no more. They're going to cut you off from things that you would normally, that would be your regular everyday, you know, activity. They're going to cut you off from that until you take it. Now, honestly, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to be in the first round of the people who should, who will be. No, ma'am, no, sir. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be the first round. That's legit. But I'm a teacher. Right. So, you know, Teachers and nurses, doctors and all those, they're in the first round. So I'm sitting here going, how am I going to get out of this? Because I have never taken the flu vaccine, I mean, like ever, and I don't want to. Me my, my daughter, when she was in the, the hospital, the doctor literally, the, the only thing that was left for her to do was to call the cops on me because I wouldn't give her the flu vaccine. And I'm like, this child is not even four pounds. You want to give her the flu vaccine? No. You can't, no, I'm not giving her the flu vaccine. This is when oh, she was yeah. born. She's a winter yeah, baby. Yeah, and Bye. I kid you not, the only thing that was left for her to do was to like call the cops. That so she was, and even when I was taking her home, as I was walking through the door, the last thing she said to me, I still recommend you give her the flu vaccine. You never know what's going to happen. Blah 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 blah. When I brought her to her, her pediatrician for the first time, it was the same thing. Did she get the flu vaccine in the hospital? No. Are you going to give it to her? No, you should. And they're giving me this millions of reasons why I should. My daughter is now two and I've never given her the flu vaccine. Her school that she's now, that she goes to the daycare, mandatory mm-hmm. now that the kids have to get the flu vaccine. What? So I'm like, yo, you're coming out with all these mandatory, mandatory, mandatory stuff. You're changing my whole life, my whole, like, I don't, yeah. listen, man, I'm just going to run to the mountains because I don't, I don't want to take the flu vaccine. I'm being legit. You definitely don't want to okay, take the COVID. Okay, hold on. Definitely. All right. As a public healther, I must say, mm-hmm. the flu vaccine is dubious only because they, they formulate it based on the most prevalent strains from the year before. So Correct. it doesn't always work. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that if you get it, you won't get the flu. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's different from, they're different viruses. It's different from like a measles, mom's rubella, where that virus does not, all, doesn't um, mutate. It doesn't change often. Mm-hmm. And so you're protected. Mm-hmm. The flu, right. you can get the flu vaccine and still get the flu. So a lot of people the roll their eye at it. And 
there are people who know more about the research than the very doctor that's giving it to you, right? The people who do the research probably know more about it than we do, the general public, and more than the doctor. But the doctor has been told, and in some cases, completely sold on flu vaccine because the more people get it, the better off everyone is. So mm -hmm. I have never taken the flu vaccine. And that's because I don't feel at risk. And many of us can gauge our own risks. I'm not, I'm not going to completely bash the flu vaccine because the flu can be deadly. And we, we have facts that the flu is deadly to a lot of people every single year. year. Right. It's not us, but I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a very conservative vaccine person. So there's some vaccines I jump and take because the risk, like meningitis when I was in college, using mm -hmm. them, them shower there, shower <laughs> because can I help you? Listen, I had friends who were sick with meningitis, so I was scared. And you take the meningitis and it's not like something that changes yearly, it's something that gives you protection. Right. Flu, I'm more conservative because I don't feel like I'm at risk. I don't think it, I don't. I don't know why it needs to be mandatory. I don't want to get into that stuff, but I do want to know, I do want to just say it's not quack. It's based on how many people have lost their lives unnecessarily because right. if you've ever had the flu and I probably had it once in my life mm. and that's like maybe 20 years ago, mm. wow. it wasn't anything to me. And some people who've had the flu are like, what's the big deal? Listen, a lot of people have a simple flu and dead. Yeah, you're right. So that's why, but I get it. I have That's gotten, all. the kids have gotten the flu vaccine uh, every year since we've been in Texas, for sure. Um, I'm pretty sure I've done the flu vaccine every year since we've been in Texas also. Maybe missed a year, but I get the flu every year in February, regardless of if I take it or not. <laughs> Ziza gets it every year in February, whether she, I mean, she's taking it and she gets it anyway. Trey never <laughs> gets it, which is weird because we all live in the same oh, house. weird. Yeah, yeah. Years, never gets it. Some years the vaccine is better than others. Like some years they could just tell right off the bat, the vaccine ain't working this year. It was the wrong strain that they formulated for. Another strain is more prevalent. Sorry, y'all have no protection. The only thing that you might have is your flu might be less serious than right. someone who doesn't have the vaccine. And I think I've, I've had, um, I don't know, this year, I, I, this year early in February, was rougher than any other year. Um, and I already decided. The thing with the COVID though is that these vaccines people have taken. People have taken it and they can say, okay, well, you know, these are the side effects. This is what's gonna happen to you. This is what happens after people have done it after three years or so. You kind of have an idea. This is a vaccine where they were like, well, it's gonna take three years to do it. And they were like, oh, we figured this out in 10 months and it's 90% effective. I'm sorry, what has changed? And why all of a sudden, I mean, you're, you're just skeptical naturally as a human being, you just don't take things at face value because everybody's yeah. not always truthful with the information that they're giving mm -hmm. you. In addition mm -hmm. to that, you don't just run and go get something just because people And you are don't like, get the full should. information. It's 90% out of how many mm -hmm. under what circumstances, Exactly. Right? So yeah. I'm not gonna mm -hmm. run and just be I'm like, a I bit want more this. data. Me too. Exactly. I need a little bit more data. Me, but like I, I said, I will it. be willing to take it at some point based on the data. Yeah, I like you're be. not using me as a guinea pig. I do not want to risk this COVID nope. that some people, they just cartwheeling through COVID, other people having aneurysm. Me? <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm going to wait for more data. I'm willing to stay in my house a little longer. I hear that. I have the luxury of, I don't know what they're going to, like, so here it is, right? Say it's not mandatory, but say they, they say since the vaccine is available, right, to like essential people like nurses, teachers, and such, since there is vaccine, you choose if you want to take it, but you need to come back to work. You would go back to work with nothing, just go back to work with all your teachers, colleagues, and your students. I mean, if everybody else is vaccinated, no vaccine, then I'm supposed good. Suppose it's not mandatory, but it's available. <laughs> Well, wouldn't go that's back. A, that's a minute. Listen, I wouldn't a, go back without the. I would have to take the. I'd have to try something. Before so I you're end. saying if they open school, if they open because, school, yeah, and now, ever, but now that there's a vaccine, we're going to open school, and it's up to you if you want to take the vaccine or not. Would you do it? But everybody, all hundred of them, will come back at school. Jesus. 
Well, I mean, I like, listen, that's a very, that's a fair question because I neither want to go back in the building nor to take the vaccine. So <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I'm stepping in that building without some protection. <laughs> that is, that's for sure. Don't make on my face. Sorry. That is for sure. Because listen, yeah. right now we literally only have the principals and the secretaries in the buildings, literally, and they rotate them. So there's, there's like, there's no more than one principal in the building each day. And you know, there's more than one principal in each building. And literally every single day we get a new COVID case. We get an email coming. Another person was tested positive. What? Another person was tested every single Who are day. These people? These, the, the students aren't in the building though, right? The students are not in the building. It's or just the teachers? The principals. No, you're not listening. Just the principals the and the secretaries are in the building. That is crazy. And every, Every single day, there's a new email of one more confirmed case for COVID. Oh, I'm not going back. Teacher, I was a teacher. No, ma'am, you got me a mistake. <laughs> that's, the same thing what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it's just the principals and secretaries and you have a new case every day. Nope. Nope. Teachers and students in that mix. I don't know, pandemic that, but that's just lock up the whole building. But that's, <laughs> I'm this is why I know if I had to go in, like, they'd have um, to give me something. I have a friend. Uh, my cousin in Delaware, her kids are in person, and she's like, they've been in person all year, and yeah. they're they're not having like a lot yeah. of testing in school. See, uh, but you know, I keep my coworker out in Michigan, same thing. The kids are in school, no issue. So I'm just curious, like, what's the difference between, right? Like, because yeah. I think we're all like, yeah. yeah, you're all in the same building, it's gonna be mayhem, and then the people that are going to school in person, they're like, for the most part, it's fine. You know what I keep so saying to people. You have to take the demographic, the, the, the individuals that you're servicing. See, mm -hmm. my school, my school district, mm -hmm. right, is, is, is in an area where, and I don't know this, I should say this on the public, public um, but our kids, okay, let's just say our kids is not as fortunate. So you have 15, 16 people living in one building, one room, mm -hmm. you know. Um, right. Then you take them and put them in a classroom that's overstacked. All right, our classroom kids. Thank God, I was lucky for the past two years. I've had, I've had like one of the only big rooms in the building. We're talking about classrooms that are stacked, right? Where right. you can't even walk through the aisle to talk to your kids. Um, so even if you say, for one, you can't social distance. There are other schools mm -hmm. where the, the teachers are able to social distance with the kids. Mm -hmm. um, two, other schools, they're able to put up the glass. Um, um, what you call that glass? And they're putting up now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just think they're not going to pay for that. They're going to tell you they can't afford it, right? So they're not going to pay for it. Um, then you have, I see a school in New York, the, the school literally renovated to meet the COVID needs. So they had mm -hmm. hand sanitizer in every area. They had um, gloves um, thingy to, for the kids. To, like everywhere you go, there was either wash mm -hmm. hands, take it up, something. Our district is not doing that. They're going to say they don't have the money. So you'll right. find that schools in districts like those it's mayhem and COVID is spreading. But then mm. you have other schools where they're able to social distance, they're able mm -hmm. to put up the glass dividers, they're able to provide sanitizers and all that mm -hmm. stuff. It's a lot more um, managed. You also find that those that schools sense. where they're, you know, it's just a family in the household and you, you're not spreading, you know, it's a lot better. Not our school where our kids, for one, they don't have medical you know they're not going to go to the doctor if any one person gets sick their parents mm -hmm. their parents right. are day day laborers or day workers so they're, they're constantly in the mix with other people mm -hmm. and in areas where their job is not helping to keep them protected you see what mm -hmm. i'm saying so you'll find that even even friday one of my kids my students said to me missile my sister just called covid and then she gave it to her, her boyfriend and then he gave it to, to her to his daughter just like that. Why? She went to clean somebody's house. You know, the person whose house she's cleaning, they're not protecting themselves. She called COVID. She gave it to her boyfriend. He gave it to his daughter. So you, you have to take into account the, the district, right? The area and the kids that you're servicing. But why your principal and your secretary keep get COVID? Because that me can't understand either. Because listen, it's one thing I tell people, right? You can't look at a person and say, they look healthy so I can take my mask off. Right. Some people are carriers. They look great. They sound great. 
and they have COVID as they themselves don't know. Don't know. Right. So you have to scrutinize mm-hmm. everybody. And I think that's what's catching the principals and the secretaries. People coming into they work every day. They on each other. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's catching them. And, and, and I kid you not, every single day there's a new email. Someone else. But then my, my question to Carrie too is, are they testing regularly at those places in Michigan or wherever? I wonder because, you know, Jamaica numbers are what they are because Jamaica's testing is what it is. Testing is a good question, but I think to Sol's point, right, the resources in a school district will impact mm-hmm. a lot of that the as spread. well. All right. Oh, the testing so, too, right? That's true. Testing is the true. Testing as well. I, I also, you know, it, it's, it's concerning all around because I think we had this conversation, I think early in COVID, right? The impact of remote learning on, mm-hmm. on poor communities yes. and what that means to poor kids who aren't in school, they're not getting school lunch. They're, they're missing out on all the resources that they get in person. So it's, it's a catch 22 because you, you, you know how the, re- the school district doesn't have the resources and I'm using air quotes on that because the resources are out there. It's just whether or not they're getting funneled to these places to oh, make sure if they're the using them the right way. Right. And then the other side is you have kids at home that are supposed to be, you know, learning, but they don't have good internet because the internet company is giving, giving you crappy internet crappy service. Internet. You, don't have, you don't have files. So it's, I know it's some a, people. It's a very grimy scenario. Signed on for days. I'm just like, what are they learning? What, what's going on? Yeah. They're not learning. It's a whole. Listen, thing. man. From a teacher's yeah. perspective, I can tell you that any day, whenever that day comes, where we make it back into the classroom, we started from square one. We're starting from. I look at my kids now. I don't. Let me not say this because you know I. I think I was lucky. I lucked out because when we meet as a grade level to talk. Some of the issues that the other teachers have, I don't have it. Now, I'm a stalker. I have to admit it. On public, in, on the air, my poor parents, I'm almost sure they're tired of me. Um, but I'm, I'm a stalker in a good way because right. I'm in constant communication with them. And I, and I work with my parents. Like I'm, I have 66 kids right now. As Misha said, there's always going to be that one or two kids that no matter what you do, I have 66 kids that I have to deal with on a daily basis. And of those 66, I may have 10 parents who are actively involved. 10. Mm. So the others, I'm literally stalking, stalking, right? And not to mention that I don't speak their language, so communicating with them is so hard. So I am typing my message in Google Translate in English, translate to Spanish, copy it out of of Google Translate, um, pasting it in Google, um, Google Voice, sending it. When they respond to me, confident out of Google Voice, um, paste it in Google Translate, track it into English, read what they say, cop, t- t- you know, you know what time that takes every single day with 66, I have, of my 66 students, I have maybe seven that truly speak English. Seven. Wow. So all the other ones. That's my daily communication between Google Translate and Google Meet. Was it like that in the classroom? Yeah, but at least we had translators in the classroom, right? So I could oh, call you the teacher. did? Yeah, we, we were not in the classroom, but I can call my teacher next door because most of the teachers, those are the two black teachers in my building. Literally two. So I could just next wow. door and be like, hey, translate this, this call for me. And, you know, she was, she was right next door. Now... I don't have, I can't call like, yo, get off your Google Meet and translate this message. No, she's, I'm on my Google Meet right now. So I have to find a way to communicate with my parents. And some of them are like, Miss Hill, Miss Hill, don't you sleep at night? It's still like, why are you calling me? I haven't seen your child in a whole week. Wow. What is going on? Yeah. It's, it's hard. It is hard. Um, but like, I, as I said to one parent, you get to the point where you say, what do you want? A dumb child or a dead child? You know, like. Now, I'm not saying that we're, as teachers, we're not going above and beyond to do what we can do so we don't have dumb kids. I, I'd go above and beyond, right? But it is what it is. You are going to have a few kids that's going to fall between the cracks. And because yep. their parents are not actively pushing or actively involved, it's going to fall between the cracks. And when we get back in that building, if we get, <laughs> my brother-in-law is convinced there's no more classroom. We would ever go back in that building. That's it was like, happened. 
He was like, this is the new norm. Get used to it. We'll never go back in the classroom. I'm like, I rebuke that spirit because I can't lose forever. Legit. But you're not trying to go back in the classroom anyway because, you know, as your not- 2020 goals show. <laughs> not- oh, well, sh- <laughs> As we are looking to 2021, um, I guess as we close out, what are, I just want to hear from you guys, what are your thoughts? what are you looking forward to next year? Like, I know I'm not asking you guys to plan, but as you are saying, listen, and I know everybody does it, this year needs to just be over. But as we're appreciating 2020 because it's bringing, um, it's allowing us to stretch, as you said, and brought on new opportunities. What are you looking forward to next year? Life. What does that mean? You have life now. I don't listen. My man, like, my man, I'm bed tonight and I wake up tomorrow. You're right. I'm being legit. Okay, I'm fine. being legit. I guess that. that I lost two people last week, and to this day, to this second, we're all just like, "What do you mean she's dead?" Yeah. We just talked to her yesterday. I mean she's dead. She's got better. I wake up and I understand that. Yep. I'm being, I'm being honest. At this point, the only thing I'm looking for is life. If I wake up in the morning, I take that day and I do what I can do with that day, and I go to bed. If I finish the day and I'm going to go back to my bed, I look forward to the next day to get life. That's it. I'm planning nothing more because at this point, at the way this, this is going, people, young people that go into the bed and they're not waking up. I mean, yeah. I understand that. I feel you. Sure. And that's that just can't tell you what happened to them. I need that. Well, <laughs> um, um, so... I would, I do want to put in a word for 2020. Um, I'm one of those people who, I don't know why I'm not a sadist, but I relish in difficult things too. Like I will say 2020 has been hard, but 2020, like nothing is just all hard. So 2020 has been particularly challenging for me, but it hasn't been all bad. It's actually also been good for me in many ways. So I'm going to say... I'm glad I made it through. Um, yeah, one month I'm just left. hoping for renewing. <laughs> um, every day, renewing. I miss it. Close my eyes. She, said, she said you I'm have one month for left. Of my... Oh, 2020 has been challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one more month, but <laughs> ah, my perspective in December is always a different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel that. I'm injected with joy. You know, right? obnoxious I could be about dash some sparkle. Yeah. But, um, anyway. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> Next year. Um, it's been difficult, but I, you know what happened to me? I cannot, I'm, I don't want to rush it. It's okay. I'm, I'm just going to keep going through it every day. Like Sophie said, wake up in the morning and make the most of each moment. And um, my hope for 2021 is that, you know, continued life and health for everyone. Um, and um, I'll just see what it brings. I'm willing to say I will see what it brings so that next year this time when Misha <laughs> asks me and we see what 2021 brought us and hopefully we'll all be here in the same space, we'll just see what came of it. I'm willing to not make any damn plans. Carrie. I've been just embracing. I'm just going to yes, embrace. Yes, yes, <laughs> Um, I, I think that sounds good. I, I am a planner. Um, and I think 2020 is, to Shara's point, it's a good, it's good mining ground. It's a good place to um, test your skills. Um, and so I'm looking forward to 2021. Um, bringing some, bringing forth some fruit. I think that 2020 was a lot of work, but I think 21 is going to bring some fruits from that labor. Um, and it can be in the physical, it can be in your mental, spiritual, whatever fruit that might be for, for you as a person. I do think um, that's what 21 is going to be about. That's what I'm planning um, for my own life uh, in terms of what I'm looking forward to. I do think there's a lot of silver linings in 2020. Um, one of which is, you know, saying that you're spiritually a warrior and this, this was the test. 
Um, and if you're not, how can you sharpen your skills in this year? And I think that applies across the board. So yeah, I'm looking forward to 2021 being the year of uh, fruit coming forth. That's awesome. So. I really like that. If I had mm -hmm. thought about that before you, I would have stolen that. That's great. Because <laughs> I, listen, I want to be overwhelmed with fruit right now, okay? And this is what I, <laughs> <laughs> all women are playing. You know how you wake up and you're like, I wish I won lotto, but you never play lotto? That is me right now. <laughs> I'm like, I wish for this fruit, even though I'm pretty sure I planted nothing, but that's okay. <laughs> because God see, I know, I know that I need this fruit in my life. Hallelujah. Um, <laughs> There's so learning how to speak Spanish better to her kids. Okay. Going on and tenacity for surviving hard things. I think there's a lot of, of seeds being planted this year. It's a very distracting year. So we miss, you know, some of it, but there's a lot of seeds being planted this year. I agree. Um, and if I guess if there is anything that I am looking forward to, it's probably the same as last year. It's um, a lot of uh, trying new things and being intentional. Um, I don't know. I was looking forward to traveling. I did some traveling this year. I don't know that I'll do any traveling next year. I mean, I get that vaccine. But I thought we're going somewhere. In there. I thought we're going up with the kids we next year. No, so the, the that was that was what I was talking about. We need to do our girls' trip. I don't know if I'm doing the kids next year, um, anymore. In, I don't. We can talk. We, <laughs> we can talk. Um, I don't know. My plans are just up in the air. Everything in my mind. I'm about was to say y'all don't quote me on nothing. Yeah, in my mind, I was the like. Vaccine? Y'all the same ones not getting the vaccine. I'm telling you to get the vaccine so we can jump on Guan. You're not getting the vaccine. Get the vaccine. You can go. I'm getting the vaccine. <laughs> wow. That's why I need it. I'm not an essential worker. I can work from home for the rest of my life. That's my great. vaccine is so that I can just go out without go all this carnival. fear. That is right. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah. Okay. Carnival. No, I no carnival. Okay. I was thinking something else like oh, beach. No, but okay. No, ma'am. Praise the Lord. Mm -mm. Hallelujah. So what happened to God at carnival in the day? -day? Yes. Oh, God is in the midst where three or more are gathered. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyways, we're moving on from this conversation. <laughs> Anyway, we want to thank you guys for riding with us. It's been a year. It's been a year. It has been a year. And we appreciate it. And if you're new, you stick with us. We are evolving. I mean, I listened mm. to the first episode and I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> oh, I'm going to go listen to it then. What is going on? What is going on? Who was editing this? Anyway. <laughs> Who was editing this? Who was editing this? What what person? Like they oh, what this about me editing now? What? You Ooh. weren't editing anything. We didn't have videos back in in that day. So anyway. No, I feel like the video, if you watch it, it's a brata. So I'm leaving everything in. That's right. Guys, if you don't watch YouTube videos, you have to. All of the bloopers are in. You have to. All the fun is in there. Nothing's cut. Nothing. <laughs> Editing skills are trash in the big anyway. We are ever evolving and we are always grateful for your support. So please continue supporting us. We are on social media and all the greatness, and you should follow us everywhere because that's what we want. You and I hope you guys are taking note of our lovely shirts. Hey, okay, you see yes. yes. okay, hold on. Yes, oh, my yes guys. Oh, yes. I can't show you my shirt because it do have it don't I just have a shirt. Shirt. Because I enjoy my COVID experience right now. There is no bra on this child. <laughs> and that what is what it happened? is. What is bra? We've talked about this. Bras are very unnecessary. Let's just talk about this. I, I am pretty I've sure no that complaints. God did not authorize the bra. I'm pretty sure of it. Nobody no, I'm done. still reminding the 2020. I'm done. I'm done. I'll let y'all know when I get a complaint. No complaint. There you go. I feel you. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate y'all. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Thank you.
friends. That's all for today's episode of Relationship Pasa Pasa. Thanks so much for joining us today. You could have been anywhere in the virtual world, but you were here with us. We hope you join us again in two weeks for our next dose. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast on wherever you find and listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. So you never miss an episode. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend. You can also connect with us on Instagram at Relationship Pasa Pasa, all one word, if you are on the social media situations. We can't wait to hear from you. Like, seriously, we can't wait to hear what you think about our episode and also connect with us about topics you'd like to hear us discuss. Thank you again for listening. Until next time, walk good. <laughs>